0: Father, I do ask in the name of Jesus, God, that you speak through me today, speak your words of life, speak your words of love, speak your words of power today. I pray that it goes forth, God, exactly as you intend, and it hits the mark today, God. Hit the, hit the target in our hearts today, God. Start with me. Start with me today, God. Oh, God, I pray that you send us out of this year more on fire, more on love, and more free than ever before in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Freedom House family, this is it. This is the last leg of the final lap of our Freedom Fighter year. And what a year it's been. Everything about this year was a fight. Come on. I just wanted to remind us one last time of what I exhorted and warned us with last year uh, in the Freedom Fighter Word. We're going to end kind of the way that we began. Jesus never promised that we wouldn't have trouble, only that we'd never have to walk through it alone. He promised to send us the comforter because he knew we were going to need some comfort. He promised to send us the spirit of truth because he knew we were gonna live in an age of compromise and deception. He promised to send us the same power that raised Jesus from the dead because we're gonna need some supernatural strength to be able to stand strong to the end. There is a fight for freedom, which means there's a fight over the spirit. For sure the enemy, remember this was before the year started. For sure, the enemy doesn't want to lose ground. He doesn't want to yield territory. He doesn't want to see people unbound and set free. So naturally, if Jesus says, you need the Holy Spirit, ask for the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit and power, the enemy will do anything and everything he can to keep God's people as far away from the Spirit and freedom as possible. I went on to say this, we can't just run out and start wildly swinging our swords, rattling off everything we ever hoped or wanted to come to pass and expect to see it happen. That's not what this is about. It's about finding the Father's heart, finding what God wants to say and do, and then doing exactly that. Nothing more, nothing less, just like a soldier going and getting his own orders from his commanding officer. Freedom fighters get their assignment and then execute it until it happens. They don't just fire one shot and then go sit down in discouragement. Listen, the enemy absolutely does not want this house. These families or the body of Christ rising up in their power and authority and waging holy war on the kingdom of darkness. War is not done in a vacuum. The enemy is not just gonna sit still while we take our sweet time plundering his kingdom. We have to seize the moment. And yes, the enemy's going to be firing shots of his own, too. We know about his fiery darts. What will he try? Again, this is from last year. What will he try? He will try to discourage you. He will try to wear you out. He will try to get you distracted. He will try to create overwhelming circumstances that will try to make you feel like it's hopeless. He will try and threaten and intimidate you with fearful thoughts and words from other people. Don't be surprised and don't be deceived by his tactics. We have to learn to combat the enemy's words against us or the victory will elude us. Why? If we believe the enemy's lies, we will stop fighting, quit, and he'll win the battle by default. The victory is on the other side of the battle. The freedom is on the other side of the fight. I'm telling an army again today. Grow up, get ready, pick up your sword and fight for freedom. Fight for what you were born to do. You were born for this. You were mantled for this. God puts you here strategically to fight what he has given You. He already gave you the victory, but you have to enforce it and walk it out with your words, agreeing with God, not the devil. When I was praying and reflecting back over these past 12 months, I felt like that Charles Dickens quote that said, it was the best of times... And it was the worst of times. I'm going to explain what I mean. This is the year we saw more people get healed than ever before. And also I think the most hospital visits that we've ever done before but I came to remind us today that God has been faithful through it all this is the year we saw more deliverance and more freedom break out at these altars than ever before but we've also seen more attacks from the enemy personally and corporately than ever before but again I came to remind some freedom fighters today that God is still faithful through it all this is the year we saw more people in a freedom house service than ever before but also more people chose to not cross the thresholds and continue their revival journey with us but I came again to say God has still been faithful through it all I came to remind some freedom fighters today, no matter what, the good, the bad, and the ugly, God has been faithful through it all. This was our freedom fighter year. And fight we did. And fight we did. And by the grace of God, we're still here. (laughs) By the grace of God, it's the end. And we're still left standing by the grace of God we chose to get back up one more time we chose to take those thoughts captive one more time we chose to dispel darkness with the truth of God one more time we chose to fight for our freedom and the freedom of those around us one more time and what I really want to tell you all today is this thank you thank you Thank you for standing with us. Thank you for fighting with us. Thank you for faithfully putting on the armor of God every day. Thank you for faithfully declaring Psalm 91 over yourselves and your family every day. Thank you for faithfully helping us to turn up the heat at our weekly prayer meetings. Thank you for faithfully rising with the level of Push and expectation that is constantly set before you. Thank you for faithfully choosing to continue to cross thresholds with us. Thank you for not letting the fire on the altar ever go out, but instead contending with us to see it burn ever brighter and brighter. Thank you for helping us usher in the king of glory time and time again. Thank you for doing your part to decree, to declare, to legislate the will of God in this city and to fight for the freedom of others. Thank you for prioritizing the move of God and making Jesus your first priority. Thank you for choosing every day to make up your mind. Thank you for choosing every day to have a revival resolve. Thank you for choosing every day to push past complacency. Thank you for choosing every day to push until. Thank you for choosing to be a part of the radical remnant, the 120 faithful few who remain until till they see the promise. Thank you for not just fighting, but fighting to the end. Amen. We love you. We love you. We appreciate you. And we honor your commitment and sacrifice to carry the mantle of a freedom fighter. You wear it well. The Lord gave me 2 Timothy 4, 7 through 8 for us today. He said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord The righteous judge will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Now I know the context of this is the Apostle Paul coming to the end of his natural life and finishing his earthly race. But this principle, this principle holds true to successfully finishing God-given assignments and seasons. Fight the fight finish the race, keep the faith, receive a crown. That's it. That's the principle right there. And please hear me on this. Like Pastor Rochelle has said many times, it doesn't matter how you start. It matters how you finish. And I'll say this too for all our family that's on vacation. This is for you too. receive it, receive it. Whether you were here last year when I released that word or you've only been here for a few weeks. Guess what? If you're still here, if you're still fighting ah, and you actually finish the race and keep the faith, then guess what? You get to receive the crown. It would actually be better to just start the race a month ago and actually finish it strong than to be here the entire year fighting, running your race, only to quit fighting right before the victory, to walk off the track right before the finish line, to stop short of the award ceremony. As Derek Prince Ministries posted a powerful confirming word while I was working on this this week, it said this. You know what I've noticed about God's trials? He hardly ever tells you, this is a trial. And if you hold out for six months, you'll be through. Some of us get to five months and 29 days and give up. We didn't know. We only had one more day. Never give up. There's no precedent in the Bible for giving up god determines how long the test will last not we just like the 120 in the upper room they didn't know they'd have to keep praying and waiting for 10 days before the holy spirit would show up They just determined. They just made up their minds. They weren't going to leave until they got what Jesus promised them. They stood firm, resolute, immovable, undeterred, undistracted from what the 380 were doing or what the religious were saying about their zeal or their commitment to what Jesus had already said. They said, no, we're going to obey what he said until the end. The ones who patiently waited, the ones who faithfully remained, the ones who pushed until were rewarded as they received the gift of the Holy Spirit clothed with the very power of God, the crown of overcoming. Here's the thing the Lord showed me this week. In this race, we're now running against our brothers and sisters. There's no comparison. We're on the same team. In this race, we're trying to beat the three main enemies that resist and oppose all believers from all time. The world, the flesh, and the devil. Come on, on, I came to remind us today. This is what it says in my study Bible. The world refers to the world system, its values, its mindsets, its philosophies of life, and priorities that run contrary to the will of God. The world suggests your success requires you to turn away from the path of godliness to neglect developing your relationship with God. The world, the flesh, it's the carnal tendencies of fallen man. We're called to war against the flesh, to live in this tug of war as our flesh is saying, hey, indulge me over here. But the Holy Spirit is trying to constrain us over here to righteousness we got to abide in Christ and keep submitting to the Spirit. We're warned how the devil roams like a lion. When lions hunt, they're looking for the weak, the young, the isolated, the unguarded. They're the ones marked out for attack. The devil's ultimate agenda is to destroy us, not merely to hurt or to maim or discourage, to devour, to destroy. He does that when he gets us to bow to circumstances pressures or forces of his evil design hoping to make us yield to him but to overcome we gotta adopt this reverse bow B-O-W, bow to jesus believe obey and worship <laughs> he overcame refusing to bow to satan's devices and our growth in him will bring the same ability to resist and to stand against the devil be clothed in the armor of god believe him obey him and worship him and receive Christ's overcoming victory These are the things that are trying to beat us. These are the things that are trying to take us out of the race. These are the things that are trying to cut in our lane to trip us up, to get us to quit before we see what God has promised, not just in this past season. These are the types of things we have to wrestle against and have to overcome in every season. It might look a little different. The scenery might change. It might look like a different track. The tactics might be modified just a little bit. But they are the same three things we have to learn how to master, defeat, and overcome. And I thank God that Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit, the helper who comes along beside us and helps us to do the very things we could never do on our own. Oh, and as he has in this Freedom Fighter year, the Holy Spirit will help us to continually renew our minds with the truth. He will help us to crucify the flesh and to submit to the voice of the Spirit. He will empower us to believe Jesus no matter what, to obey Jesus, no matter what, and to worship Jesus, no matter what. Why? So that we can fight the good fight, so that we can finish the race, so that we can keep the faith. All we have to do is keep saying yes to Jesus. All we have to do is keep yielding to his will all we have to do is keep saying and doing not my will but yours be done as first corinthians 9 through 27 says do you not know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win but only one receives the prize Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. Someone say, Seize the prize. Now, every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things they do it to win a crown that withers but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither therefore I do not run without a definite goal I do not flail around like one beating the air shadow boxing but like a boxer I strictly discipline my body and I make it my slave so that after I have preached the gospel to others I myself will not somehow be disqualified as unfit for service come on you run to win you run to win god made you to win he made you to walk in victory he made you more than conquerors in christ but we have to walk it out or rather run it out run your race not looking to the right or to the left but with your eyes on the prize with your eyes fixed on Jesus I declare today that everyone who has stayed in the fight who did not yield to the world the flesh or the devil but instead yielded to the spirit even when it was hard even when it hurt even when it didn't make any sense even when it seemed like the end was so far away I I say today, you're leaving here with the prize. You are leaving here today with a promise. You're leaving here today with the victor's crown. Now, you may or may not have seen in the natural the answer to something you've been fighting for this year. But I came to tell you, by virtue of you staying in the fight and actually finishing this assignment, you have the freedom fighter mantle and you will carry this same fight until... Never say quit. Never compromise mindset with you into this next season. And it's not a matter of if, but when you will see that harvest come on, King David was anointed three times before he was anointed king fully over Israel. We said this at the beginning. Pastor Rochelle preached this word in the middle of the year and I came today with a finishing third word to seal the anointing that he has placed upon this house and his people. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the anointing. Oh, to carry that mantle of a freedom fighter, that that resolve, that mindset that warrior mindset into this next season I speak blessing, I speak favor over every single one who has made up their mind and has stayed in the fight who has finished this race and I declare in the name of Jesus today, you walking out of here with a victor's crown you walk out of here with abiding victory abiding victory ah i said abiding victory in the name of jesus oh well, it's very simple today i would like to pray and just believe over you that the holy spirit's going to seal the work and by faith receive that reward and that crown today of victory in jesus name so i'm just going to open these altars up And I'm going to pray with you and just receive that by faith today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus say I say seal the work see seal the work and I thank you for the crown I say crown her now in Jesus name who in victory Victory